On this episode, John Favreau's The Mandalorian comes out with a teaser photo. Jimmy Butler makes a mess all over practice, winning with third stringers and telling head office, you need me. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, the NBA season has begun. This is Nerds and Basketball. Answer intro here. Ba, 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 ba. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is CJ. And I'm Rahul. And we are we are packed today, my friend. I am excited. The we NBA season oh, yeah. has begun finally after oh a long, long, long wait. And I'm just waiting for that point when the excitement dies down and you realize that Golden State's just going to win everything. <laughs> No, don't do me like this. I don't know, do I, me like this. I, I say this like every episode. I'm so sorry. I'm such a downer. No, like it just good. came to me too. Like I, I like to inform the listeners. One of the topics I was like, I when I was watching this game, one of my topics was going to be like, uh, Utah Jazz need franchise record performance in order to beat Golden State, and then that in itself just shows you how strong Golden State is. But no, even the Jazz when they broke a franchise record for halftime points at 81 points, they still couldn't beat Golden State because Jonas Jerkovo had to get a game winner. Right. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That was crazy. Oh gosh, I was watching. Oh my gosh, I was like, oh my god, Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, I love you, and no. I'll give this credit. Durant, Steph Curry balled out. They balled out. Oh, yeah. They balled out. Well, okay, CJ. Um, Hello, listeners. Rahul. Um, I think it's time to get into our main topics today. So, uh, what are we going to be talking about first, CJ? Uh, We're going to talk about Jimmy Buckets and the Tims, the Timberwolves, the Tims, Tim Hortons. No, Uh, Jimmy Butler and the Timberwolves. So, I just want your Canadian, eh? Oh, well, he's not Canadian, so but you know it's. <laughs> well, we can go. We can get into that a bit later if you want. But oh. yeah, let's let's get into the general thoughts of, um, what do you think about what happened with Jimmy Butler and and in practice? Because that's I think that's a really big deal when it comes to, um, oh, yeah, what just happened like with with everything that's been happening, especially with the season. Uh, well, not really with the season, but preseason and off season. Jimmy Butler wants to win a championship. Case in point. Oh well, yeah. I, what what player doesn't want to win? That's what I'm gonna say, right? But then you wonder what's the goal of the other players in the Timberwolves? You're looking at Carl Anthony Towns and, and Wiggins, right? And they have more. Uh, sorry to say, but they have more time for Fortnite than they do for winning championships right now. Apparently. Ooh, that's a hot take right there. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess before I give my little uh, spiel on this and I'll get back to you just to give like a little um, summary in case people don't know but um, what essentially happened was um, so Jimmy Butler this was about a week ago this happened early in the week mm. um, you know we, we talked about the show extensively like the last two episodes about this Jimmy Butler situation but basically he goes to head office he's like you need me you need me and then he goes to practice and he's just being very aggressive and like he basically um brings all the third stringers and they play a practice game and Jimmy Butler with the third stringers is able to like trounce the starting lineup. Um, and he just kind of trying to prove that point that you need me. And um, a lot of people saying like, is he going to get traded? Miami rumors. We talked about that last episode. Check that out if you're interested. Um, but uh, so far he hasn't been traded. 
he started the NBA season, and um, I'm not going to lie, he has been having some great games. Um, Minnesota, they don't look the sharpest, but uh, they've been winning, and that's basketball. It's a very interesting situation to see right there. Uh, but let's just go back to that point of drama and what I think about it. Um, I like I like the fire. I like the intensity. I love how Jimmy Butler's sticking up to himself, you know, saying, like, you need me. He's, like, all up in his face. He's uncompromising. That's his personality. I love and that word, what? uncompromising. That's a good word. Uncom- it's, I know. He's so uncompromising. And you know what? If you would give me this paper, like, if you would give me a situation just, like, with some random player, like, oh, player A did this. Like, that is so disrespectful to this organ, like, an organization. What are you doing? But you know what? Just inside my heart, just for some reason, I, I am fully with Jimmy Butler on this. I really am, actually. Like, I, I fully support him. He wants his way. He wants to win. He's going to get traded otherwise not. Uh, and the Timberwolves just have to... Because Jimmy Butler is a hot commodity in the NBA, a good defensive two-way player. And um, and you know what? You have to fight. You have to fight to keep a player like that, right? And uh, up to you, Minnesota. How much do you care about Jimmy Butler? How much do you really care? How much do you care about winning? Jimmy Butler knows. How about you? <laughs> that's my that's my take on that. No, what no, you you're think? you're absolutely right. No, yeah, I think um, you gotta re you gotta remember, as you said before, as you said before with with um the Raptors, and I apologize to our listeners. We've been talking a lot about the Raptors. We're in Toronto. It makes sense. We got so. What you said about uh, Kawhi Leonard and Demar, it's it's a hard reality to accept, but it's true. This is a yeah. business, yeah. but you gotta realize this is a sport too, and a lot of players mm-hmm. like you, 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 you remember the business mentality of Cat and Wiggins. Oh, they're making so much money and everything. I got all that time to play yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. As someone who loves and respects, not just loves and plays the game, not just loves and watches the game and enjoys watching the game. As someone who respects the game, if you're not here to win championships, what the heck are you doing here? You know? And not to say not to say they don't want to win championships, not to say they don't want to win. But the fact that you you got this amazing player, Jimmy Butler, who's willing to step on some toes, including head office. The person that's yeah. paying for his, the person that the team that's give or the office is giving him the money, right? The yeah. the, the team that, uh, well, essentially is paying for him to stay there, right? Yeah. If they can't respect that kind of tenacity, that kind of spunk, in a player, it's not that Jimmy Butler deserves to get kicked, it's, or Jimmy Butler deserves to get traded. It's that Timberwolves don't deserve Jimmy Butler. They don't deserve him. Yeah, yeah. no. You know what? I I agree with that so much. Like I, the whole Fortnite thing with Cat and uh, Wiggins. Like you know what? I'll say this. Like they're young. They're still kids. Like they're young guys. They're basically our age. And you know what? Like it's the NBA. It's big bucks, and um, it comes with a lot of responsibility. And if you don't want to be forgotten, if you want to make a statement, because Watching these games, Carl Anthony Towns, he just recently, his last game, he did pretty good, but he, as like, in terms of like, just like what people expect out of him, mm. he's very, very slow starting the season. Oh, yeah. The first two games, like, 
eight points. I think he got eight points in his debut, and that's that's just I I can't you can't really take that. I and no other stats really with that. It wasn't like a bad shooting night, and he like learned to pass the ball. It was yeah. just it was just off. Like I don't know, there was no hunger. I didn't see any hunger in him. I didn't see any drive. You know, and I'm saying that, that I'm not saying that applies to all the rookies nowadays. Right, right. Um, I feel like there are some rookies, like young players, that are just like killers inside. Like, um, I think Devin Booker is one of those players. Devin Booker is excellent. I feel he's just an amazing player. Um, it 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 really it sounds me, but like the Celtics could have had Devin Booker, and you know, there you go. But um, Devin Booker, amazing player, just like that. Um. Even these uh, rookies so far, Trey Young is starting to make a statement. Like I honestly didn't expect it. Like, he uh, just today, today when we're recording this, he scored thirty points over ten assists, and um, in his rookie year. And uh, James, I want to ask you a question. What's two up? other players have done that in their two. So two other players have done that in the rookie season. Right. Score over thirty points and have over ten assists. Who are those two other players? Wait, thirty points and how many assists? Ten assists. Over ten assists in, in their um in the rookie season. Wait, is this average or? No, this is like a game. Oh, One okay. Game where they scored. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's not LeBron because LeBron wasn't the pass first player in his rookie year. Um. Okay, I just want two guesses. Two guesses. Yeah, because the two I know players. The, I know the first so one. Give me I know the first one. I know the first one. I read this somewhere. Either I read this somewhere or I was uh watching or not watching. Uh, I think it was it was um <laughs> Okay, the first one's Kareem uh, Jabbar for sure. It has to be. So you say you say Kareem? Yeah, and the other one is a recent one. You have five seconds. Five, four, four, three, two, Jokic? One. Jokic. <laughs> Is it Jokic? No. I'm just no. Nope. Nope. Um well okay, this was kinda of funny. I had to hold the bell after, but LeBron James was one of them. Oh it was? Um, and the other one? LeBron James was one. And um the other one was Steph Curry. Steph Curry. In his rookie year he scored over thirty points wow, over ten. I'm so off. And uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like two different plays. Completely different plays. No, Jokic had a same game. And uh, I just heart European players now. I think European players are like the future of the NBA. But I'm yep. going to skip that point. But I'm just saying this: Trey Young, um, he definitely, he's definitely in the crowd right now. And like going back to my main point, he's got drive. I see that drive, and I think he's gonna be a great player. Cat Wiggins, I don't see it. And you know what? Maybe Jimmy Butler doesn't see that either. Maybe Jimmy Butler knows I need to get out of here. I need to go somewhere where his competitors were so comp like where there's competitors people i'm gonna win um it seems like he's kind of down on la because he doesn't want to be lebron james and jimmy butler if you know what i mean but right. um he wants to go to the team and uh, he wants to win and i respect that i totally respect that jimmy butler i feel he's totally in the right in this situation i really do no i agree i i definitely agree i think um it's not just that too uh yeah i don't know i i I think I've said more than enough when it comes to this. I feel like yeah. if Jimmy Butler, we both have. Oh yeah, it's 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 a story already too controlled. Like it's already at a point where it's just a matter of time. Maybe if either the the Timberwolves are going to trade him or they they decide to keep him, you know, it's just a matter of time. Do you think he's going to get traded? Do you think he's going to get traded? I hope so. Really hope so. What do you think? What do you really think? Like like if someone asked you. 
you got to bet on he stays or he gets traded this season, what are you going to say? I hope that they trade him. Mm, it's See, I for some reason, I want him in the Raptors. I, I feel like if the Raptors <laughs> get him, imagine the, Ra- you want him the Raptors. Well, no, 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 hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, all right? If you put him in the Raptors, you have probably the mo- the, the deadliest starting lineup. I know. But with this Kyle Lowry, this, that we've been ex- seeing this exactly, first Exactly, exactly. No, 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 but here's my butt. Here's my butt. My, my really big okay. butt. <laughs> Your, your big old butt. <laughs> my big old butt. But <laughs> with, with with that being said, we can't get Butler unless we trade big key players in our team. And I'm talking, yeah. we're talking. I'm talking Shockham, Van Bleet, um, uh, OG, right? Hell, maybe even Val Valley, but. I don't think it's worth trading all of, or maybe two or three of them for one for that one yeah. player. So which which is yeah. why I think it's kind of like it's just a just a, a wishful thinking for me. But if I were to see yeah. Butler in a team, any other team other than the the Wolves this year, I would love to see him in the Spurs. Oh my god! Did you never? Like, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, That's where would he go? Point. And I thought, imagine putting him in the, in the system, in, in Greg Popovich's system. Oh my goodness! And that kind of tenacity, like I said, that kind of tenacity, that kind of heart. You give that yeah. to Greg, Greg's gonna be molding. You put two players like DeRozan and Butler in a team. Mind you, they play, yeah. they they play very similarly, but they are so yeah. they are so versatile that. You, Butler can play small forward, and then um, uh, DeRozan can play shooting guard. But they're so versatile enough, and they're mind you, they have chips on their shoulders. The Spurs yeah. can go on a rampage this year with with that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as them winning the champ or the the Western Finals because the Warriors are still there. But they would pick up. They would pick a fight. I know what you're saying, actually. Like, I, I'm thinking about, like, the practical sense. I'm like, this trade's not going to happen because who, who's going to be leaving the Spurs? It'll be that, like, I, I'm just going to imagine that in some situation they get Jimmy Butler. That would be nice. Oh, I, yeah. Because Jimmy Butler's probably, like, the most, like, fiery um, player Pop would be working with because, like, who oh, else yeah. is there? Oh, yeah. Why he was fairly quiet until, like, you know, what happened. Um, Tim Duncan. <laughs> Do you remember? There was this <laughs> quote by Draymond Green. Did you read this quote? Uh, was okay, it about um? Okay, no, please read it. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say the quote from a memory. Um. So it's not completely accurate, but it's just like Draymond Green during his first year, he tried to talk trash to uh Tim Duncan, and he said like it was just he just stared back at me. It was like trying to trash talk a tree or something like that. And I, I'm like, gosh, that is Tim Duncan. That is completely Tim Duncan. And then Draymond's like, I never tried it again. I'm like, yeah, of course you didn't. <laughs> I would imagine. Imagine just. Be like, oh, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't shoot, and he just stares at you. Like, okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Please don't stop. Like, please stop staring at me. Please. Oh my god. <laughs> stop it. And he's still staring stop. at you. <laughs> Best trash talk to, right there. You go to sleep. He's just like staring at you from the bed. Oh gosh, it's terrifying. It's Halloween, Duncan, ladies and gentlemen. Halloween. Oh my god. <laughs> Kids going as Tim Duncan for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they go to like Draymond's door for candy. And uh, Draymond gets ready to kick them in the nuts, and then he walks the door. It's just Tim Duncan. 
Yeah. Oh gosh, I made a reference to Draymond Green kicking kids. Oh no. I'm sorry. We have funny, sure funny Charmone today. <laughs> funny Charmone is Charmone. on. <laughs> funny Charmone. So late. That oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll keep an eye on the streaming Butler situation. I think it's um, if anything happens, like more arguments, we'll briefly bring it up. But I think this is basically a standstill until something happens where he says I'm staying with this team or he's getting traded. Basically. Oh, other yeah. than that. Maybe we'll mention, like, if Minnesota does surprisingly good or they do as we think they'd probably do pretty bad this year. But we will see. I guess in that point, James, I want you uh, to take really lead on this topic because uh, you got a lot to say about this. Uh, you love these three Eastern Conference teams for very different reasons. Hey, um, hey, So hey. Um, I'm going to ask you this. Lo- Wait, hold on. Who? Lo- hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> love is a very strong word, my friend. I wouldn't say love. I would just say these are the three teams to watch. That's it. That's your three teams to watch, the ones that you're probably most interested in for different reasons. Raptors for obvious reasons. Celtics says, you know, do you think they're going to win? And 76ers just because, like, you are just a 76ers hater. Um, of course. But, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, so who made the bigger impact this week? Celtics, Raps, 76ers? Um, you could go on beyond this, but let's focus on those Eastern Conference three. Okay. The obvious answer, the obvious and. I can go on the on the tear and say the Raptors made the Raptors. the biggest. No, but hold on, hear me out. I think, all right. I think the Celtics made a more. So when it comes to bigger impact, you can look at that in in, in so many different ways. All right. When it comes to um just total wow, the Raptors are three and zero this year. Oh, uh, not this year. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> three and zero this season. Uh, right now, right this this week, yeah. they're three and zero. They yeah. beat, they beat uh the Celtics. They beat uh the Cavs. By the way, the Cavs are friendly reminder everybody. The Cavs are still are still the Eastern. <laughs> the Cavs are still the Eastern Conference champions. Okay, just just a friendly reminder. They're still the team to beat. Okay, so we beat so we beat the Eastern Conference champions. We beat the Celtics, which are apparently really stacked, and we beat the Wizards, which, to their own, is a great team, solid team, um, complete team in my opinion. Quickly, sorry, go ahead. Can I just interject quickly? Sorry, I'm I'm just gonna say saying that the Raptors beat the Eastern Conference champions by beating the Cavs is like saying I can shoot. Uh, more three pointers than Ben Simmons, but that's all I'm gonna say. Go back to what you're saying. <laughs> we're I told everybody we're, we have we have funny Charmone today. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that that that's what I I think when it comes to impact, we we gotta talk about the Raptors. But when we're talking, when we look at the teams from every angle, we can't argue. You can't argue that the Raptors are better than Celtics. Bar none, the Celtics have a more complete team. They have a more, uh, they have more talent for sure. But then you got, you got ego trips here and there. You're you're looking at Rozier who wants to be a starter this year. You're looking at Kyrie who hasn't performing as well as you want him to be because, as you said, as you as you told me, he's 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 playing with he's playing with Jalen Brown. He's playing with with Jason uh with with Tatum. He's playing with with Rozier, again, someone who wants to play a uh, first stringer. And yeah. Hayward Hayward isn't performing as well. He's there. He's 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 he's, a bit rusty. he's hanging around. Yeah, well, 
yeah, he's a bit rusty. We'll give him we'll give him a couple more games, maybe even the maybe um until next month or in two months in. Yeah. Right? And Kyrie too. Uh, we can argue Kyrie's rusty. But then you're looking at this sure. team, complete team. Uh so and then you look at the Raptors, which have a solid start starting lineup and have a solid yeah. uh have probably a bigger or sorry not probably they have a very solid depth in comparison to the Celtics so when it comes to to impact for this week in, in its larger in its more grander sense you're looking at the Raptors but when you're looking at the impact from here until the end of the season the Celtics are there the Celtics will always be there and in the 76ers I think they're just they're uh, you still gotta trust the process with them as much as I would love to say that they're gonna be Hanging with the big boys like the Celtics and the Raptors, they're not. They're not. You put them against the Raptors, and the Raptors are gonna tear them apart. You put them against a Celtics, and well, you saw what happened game one or not game one, but the first game between the both of them. Um, they what was it, fifteen points? Yeah, yeah. So it, the Seventy Sixers have still have a lot more to to work on. Okay, I'm going to. I see what you're saying, and I do agree. Like, you kind of changed my opinion on some things, but I want to go, okay, I'll sort of kind of, like, reverse what you did. 76ers, um, they're at the point where they're a good team. You can't make jokes about 76ers sucking anymore. They're just a good team. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons are the real deal. At this point, they needed to react as a good team would, and that means making trades, getting big players, improving the team. You're not tanking anymore. You're not going to get your number one picks anymore. That part's done. Now it's time to win. You go out all there. You get your best players. And I feel if they do that, this team has star power. Ben Simmons is going to be huge. If he gets a three, if he gets a jumper going, like I am serious, he will be the best player in the NBA. And um, better than better than Giannis, I feel, honestly. Um, because I think Giannis is the future too. But um, Joel Embiid, he's there too. He's really good. And they just need to focus on that aspect. And if they do that, Celtics, Raptors... They, it's going to be a lot tougher for them. Um, you know what? I I was finding myself agreeing with you. I'm looking, I thought to myself critically, I'm like, look at the Raptors lineup, their bench, and compare it to the Celtics. And I was just thinking, I'm like, you're right on one point. The Raptors seem to have a more complete team. Like, it's actually like a team team, right? Where like, you know, people on the bench, they know their role. They come in and they perform and like, it's, yep. they're all together. And that's that teamwork aspect. I think I completely agree with you because, like, Celtics, yes, you have some ego. You have um, Hayward, who used to be a number one option, but I think he'll, like, meld. Rozier is, like, one of the big parts of that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie Irving, too. Like, you know, he said he's going to stay with Boston, but, you know, with Kyrie Irving, there's always some sort of attitude thing. Like, you know, he left the Cavs, things like that, too. I don't know how big that is. And Tatum, he's just a young guy. He's a young guy, and uh, I just hope this doesn't all get to his head. He's a great player. I just hope like all of this doesn't get to his head. But um, you were saying that, but then I went back. I'm looking. I'm like, no. Like the Celtics, just they're just having. They just have a better. They just have a better team. Hayward, Kyrie Irving. Like this is why. Like I'm so glad the NBA season started. And there's been some really interesting, great performances. And I kind of find myself hypocritical because like I'm later when I get to a point. I'm going to later talk about how. Uh, early like two three games kind of like set a season for me for one team right at this point i still feel i still feel like between these two kyle lowry has been amazing these first uh, few games and that's Mm. great to see i don't think i don't think he can keep it up to be honest um 
Kawhi's been looking great too, and I think Kawhi will still continue to look great. But I think it will come to the point where it will normalize, in my opinion, where Celtics will finally start clicking because Hayward's like a new thing in this formula, and like, uh, and like another big issue they have too. And I, it's it's what it's like a problem that you would kill to have. Uh, the idea of Brad Stevens has even talked about this, saying like, who do you start in the end? What's your lineup while it's a close game? Who who are you gonna put in? Because there is so much talent on that team. How are you going to like meld that all together? And you know what? I think they're going to figure that out. And overall, sure, this week, I agree with you. Raptors made the biggest impact. Winning over Boston like that is absolutely huge. Um, but uh, it season-wise, season I still feel this is the Celtics conference to lose easy. And I think you discount the 76ers way too quickly. Um, and the Raptors, we'll see how Kawhi does. I'm excited. He's been looking good. He's been looking really involved in the game. He's been putting up great stats, things like that too. And I feel mm-hmm. Kawhi can be excellent as well. Just give me some information. I know he didn't play. Was that just because rest fatigue? Like cause, just because he hasn't played like a full season? Not just that. From what I from what I read online, it's just the Raptors taking um, taking precaution. Because remember, he he came out of a, an injury season, right? So. so basically like Joel and beating him or like we just don't want you to play too many games I right think now. he I think he was the one who wanted to rest in the first place I think oh, he was like let's let's oh, get yeah. let's get some rest in but at the same time I'm like well the entire team didn't rest Lowry played and he performed really well so uh, I don't know man rest I think so I think so that's that's what I that, that that's ex- that's what that's what they they showed up on uh, that's kind of weird. I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of weird to be honest. Yeah, I can't see a player like a competitor like that just saying like, "Oh, I want to rest." I'm like, "No, you want to, you want to be like, I want to see like the player." And I see this all the time. It's not the smartest move, but I want to see a player that's barely like hobbling on the legs. They're like, "No, coach, I'm good. I'm good to go." Like Chris <laughs> Paul showed that in the playoffs last year. He's like, "No, coach, I'm good to go. Trust me." Um, and then he just collapses. He's like, "I can't do this, right?" But like, yeah. I want some rest. <sighs> It's something to watch. It's something. It's oh yeah, something definitely something to watch. I think um, it's just a matter of. For some reason, I every time I watch, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but every time I for the past couple of games, for the past past three three games with with Lowry, or actually no, past two games with Lowry and and um, Kawhi, um, mm-hmm. there seems to be a bit of tension between them. I don't know. I might be planning. So. I think so. Like, because you've been watching the game, you watch those games a bit more, and that yeah. kind of take like a different beat on games because we yeah. don't be too redundant. But like, is that what you feel? It's not just. I haven't seen Lowry smile in a while. Oh yeah. Not as not as much as with with DeRozan, and not. I mean, I'm not discrediting their friendship. I'm not dis. Discredit. Yeah, I'm not discrediting their friendship. I'm definitely not discrediting the chemistry that they're trying to build in the Raptors with uh yeah. La- with Lowry and and Leonard, but yeah. you removed my you you traded my best friend for someone here who's clearly better. Can't can't take that away, yeah. but it's it's a tough sell. It's a tough sell, my friend. It's a tough what sell. A- yeah, like without the warning, what after telling him like we want you to stay the Rosen and then just kind of throwing me out to the bus. It doesn't exactly. It, Lowry doesn't probably feel safe. I understand that. Did you, you see? Um, he still does his handshake with the Rosen in the pregame tunnel. Did you see that with the Rosen? Oh, so basically Kyle Lowry, um, he and the Rosen 
you probably noticed they have like a handshake yeah. they do in the tunnel before they head out, right? Yeah. Lowry still does that by himself. So he basically just kind of like does it with oh. air and then he goes out. Oh my God. Watch the video. It, it, it's actually so, it's, it's that. Like I watch him like that's friendship goals, but. Can you send me the, no, I gotta, oh. Yes, I'll, the... I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you on Instagram right now. Um. But, like, I'll find it later, and then I'll send it to you. But, like, it's just, it's really sad. And, like, you know what? And even I saw a thing, too, where it's just, like, he's my best friend still. And, like, you know what? Like, I, I, I was, like, the cold guy saying, like, it's all business. But, like, you know, this is the part where it hurts. I understand business. And the, I say this team looks better with Kawhi. But uh, yeah, that's the hard stuff. That's the sacrifices you have to make. And uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, DeRozan's gone. And he's just... He's just kind of a sad guy, but you know what? I'll say this: it hasn't reflected in his game. His game has been great. Oh yeah, making shots. His efficiency's way up, and I don't know how unsustainable this is. But if he improves himself and kind of goes back to that, like, like you know, the older Kyle Lowry, this could be a very interesting team indeed. Very, very interesting indeed. It's gonna be fun. I, I, I'm watching it right now. (laughs) It's so sad. Yeah, it's so sad. It is sad. It is sad. It's absolutely. Um, is there any other? Um, I think we'll get back to uh, back to basketball in a bit later. You want yeah. to move on to uh, the nerd section? The yeah, nerd I, 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 <laughs> I feel like for these past couple of, because we've been preparing so hard with with basketball, and then we have a lot yeah. more later on. Trust me, this is a basketball show, guys. But we gotta talk about we gotta talk nerdy, man. I gotta I gotta nerd out. Uh, let's talk to Mandalorian. I want to hear. I want to hear your. Because you're the one who wanted to talk about this last week. I, I do it. want to talk about this. And, like, I was I, I was thinking hard about this. So, people don't know The Mandalorian. Um, so, basically, this is, like, a show. Um, it's going to be premiering on Disney's new streaming service. That's going to be competing with Netflix. Um, John Favreau's directing. Um, he's creating, rather. Um, and there's some interesting details that kind of tell me, like, what this show is going to be. And, like, mm-hmm. I was very intrigued by this show. Because a Star Wars live-action TV show... We, we've never seen that before. It's all been animated, um, and you know what? It's a, it's a different concept because as I was reading the description, and even from that photo, because the photo looks the photo looks great. Um, look up the photo for the Mandalorian uh, listeners, but um, it, it they they want to go for a Western theme, and I love this idea. Like I when I first saw like Boba Fett, um when I was, like, younger, I thought, like, this could be, like, a cool Western idea, right? Right. Because, like, he looks like, he's, like, that cowboy, like, that man with no name, and that's what they're kind of going out uh, out with. It's, like, basically the whole idea is it's after Return of the Jedi, and it's right before, um, you know, the new trilogy, right? And it's just basically about this Mandalorian, um, and the Mandalorian is basically kind of the race. They may change things, but this is going with a lot of, like, that canon that was kind of supposedly thrown out, but it looks like they're kind of going back to it. And I'll go back to that a bit later. Um, they're basically the race that uh, Boba Fett, whatever, and they're like bounty hunters, like they're a warrior race, mm. sort of. And um, and he's basically like a lone gunslinger on the outer territories. And I kind of love the idea of doing like a Western idea, maybe even like a darker show. Like this show's got to be over PG thirteen. I would love to see it to be R. To be honest, I want to see I want to see some intense stuff with this show, but um. I'm just excited um, with the idea, but you you really put in a great point in the show notes here um, that really got me thinking, and it's such a valid point after I started looking at some details. But uh, so you say, um, so he wrote, 
uh, CJ wrote, uh, Lucasfilms is relying on this show to get the love for Star Wars saga back. Mm -hmm. And I thought really hard about this. Um, Have you watched Solo? No, right? No. No. um, I'm going to spoil Solo. Are you okay with me spoiling Solo? Yeah, sure, sure. I I, I think it's... Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to spoil Solo, but... Spoiler alert, Elysium, and spoiler. You can skip. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. This... (sighs) That is such a true statement because the fact is when they started this new trilogy the idea was when it's still fresh before the last jedi backlash happened the idea was we're going back to the old ways we're going to completely forget about the prequels but what i and that's why i thought was the right move completely but the one factor i never considered was it's actually ridiculous and uh, so there are tons a lot of people, the younger generation, like our age, that actually love the prequels. People that think the prequels are basically like high, high class cinema, basically. Like they're like high art, basically, in the Star Wars universe. And um, they love like all the TV shows that come off it, like the Clone Wars, things like that, too. And I've watched a few episodes of the Clone Wars, and I'll say it's an okay show. It's a good show. Um, but there's like some deep storylines with that. Prequels are pretty abhorrent. Like I feel they're very they're just bad filmmaking but there's a lot of people that love those movies and i think disney after kind of this backlash with last jedi said you know what maybe we need to uh, kind of incorporate that prequel stuff in because this is the younger generation they're the ones that have been keeping up with star wars intensely um lately and uh, that's kind of like the signal to me to uh, so basically in solo you know how solo like a bunch of reshoots and stuff like that too yeah, right yeah yeah so basically at the end of solo essentially the whole like i'm gonna be very vague this whole syndicate that was in this movie it ends up that they were all working as crime syndicate they were all working for get this a uh, chubby darth maul he got he got chubby darth maul got very chubby chubby um, darth maul. yeah So basically, yeah, so same actor, because they brought the same actor. Google it so you can see a picture. But yeah, so it's Darth Maul, and he's back in the picture. I'm like, okay, Darth Maul. But if you look at the movies, you're like, Darth Maul was just kind of a dude. He got cut in half. I'm sure, like, he gets fleshed out in the TV shows and stuff like that, too. And I realized this is kind of like a appeal for, like, prequel fans saying, like, hey, we're bringing back Darth Maul with robot legs. This is what you saw in that TV show we said is, yeah. like, no longer canon. And then the fact they do a show called The Mandalorian, which is, like, a very, you know, expanded universe thing that they kind of threw out beforehand. Mm. That's very interesting, in my opinion. And it's really – it's kind of showing me saying, like – and another fact, too, one of the main directors of the show is going to be the creator and, like, kind of animation director – of the Clone Wars show. And people, the people like like the prequels really like the Clone Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact they're bringing him in to direct this live action says, we kind of want that same feel where we kind of want that idea. We want to attract the same audience because that same audience love that. And that same audience is basically the majority of people that kind of hate these new movies, uh, especially The Last Jedi. And it really, it's really interesting to see like the corporate wheels just turning where it's just like, okay, if we want to keep making money, this whole corporate thinking, we kind of go shift directions. And that's why they even said this, too, that they're slowing down on these Star Wars movies because they have to reevaluate um, what to do. Because, like, here's the crazy thing. Solo actually was kind of a box office flop. It didn't make money. 
And that's kind of crazy to think for a Star Wars movie. Did it? Did it, it at least make its lost, money back? It. Lo- I think it lost money. Oh man. Okay. That's bad. Oh yeah. That is really bad. Like you would say that to me, like when this Disney bought. I'm like, no, it's not. Like people are crazy for Star Wars. Of course we're gonna watch. Solo lost money, and they're like, we need to reevaluate what we're doing right now. And that's what I feel this whole Mandalorian show is. I'm gonna give it a watch. And you know what? I like who's at the helm of it. John Favreau's great. Um, they're going to bring some great directors and just give my honest opinion about it. I think it's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. And um, this, I'm going to save this for another episode because it will go on for so long. Because I actually went into detail about this, but uh, since as a kid, I love the idea of Boba Fett being kind of like this, like Western hero, like kind of like that idea. Because I, I love bringing that new aspect into Star Wars. Because in Star Wars, there's two different universes. There's, like, the mystic side, the force, and then there's, like, that smuggler side, like, that Western theme. Um, and I, I love that. So I actually, I kind of made, like, a pseudo script in my head, and I kind of wrote a bit of it down of, like, a movie where it's basically called, uh, it's so lame, God, it's so lame. I call it The Fett, and it's all about, like, Boba Fett becoming this, like, Western mysterious Wait, The Fett? The Fett? The Fett. The Fett. And I'll explain why it's called The Fett. Um... Like, it's really convoluted. Like, I thought of this a while ago, but I, I like the idea of it. Like, oh, gosh. I, I, like I said, viewers, wait, I will get to this some episode. One episode, we're going to have, like, a big draft of what are we going to put here? And I'm going to, like, merge in the room and say, we're putting the Fett in here. I'm going to say my script, and everyone's going to listen. It's going to be great. And then Disney's going to be listening. They're like, hey, come on, make this. And then it'd be cool. Um, but, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold I, on, I, hold, I on hold on, hold on, hold on. Before trooper. We're getting... Today, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're getting Funny Charmone, Director Charmone, oh and Writer Charmone. Oh man, yes. today's a today's a good episode. Yeah, this is sophisticated Charmone. This is man, like this is this is very classy. This is some. We're, we're get, oh my gosh, you made me. Oh god, you made me feel so pretentious right now. Like, oh god, like, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're good. You're good. Oh. Do it, do it. No, but it's just a, it's just a thing I've been thinking about for so long. I'll get back to it because like it's going to take a while to get through. But it's just the idea. I like the idea. I'm gonna give it a chance because I, I still love this franchise. I like the Last Jedi. Give it a shot, see how it goes. But there, you could see the corporate reels kind of behind this decision here, and um, I'm not very surprised by it. It's very, it's very interesting to see it that way. Um, do you kind of have a perspective on this? Other than what I read, not much. Um, so I looked through the photos, and I'm excited. I see. That's the thing. I've never enjoyed Star Wars in in, a t- in TV form. Not to say yeah. I don't enjoy. Okay. Oh, because I watch the Clone Wars. Love that show. Uh, I watch um, the movies. I mean, that's kind of a given. But I never got in got into TV series with the Star Wars. They have a bunch. So, um, oh, they have a Re- bunch. Rebel, Rebel Wars, I think. Rebels. Oh, Rebels. Sorry, Clone my Wars. fault. So, and I know all those are canon, and probably people people are gonna be pissed at me for oh, you're a Star Wars fan. Re- Rebels is Rebels is canon, I think. Clone Wars. They basically said that's not canon, and a lot of people didn't like that actually. Uh, what? But yeah, go on. Wait, wait. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Go on. But yeah, no. So, I'm like, I'll watch it. 
Oh, what if it's when is it coming out? 2019 or something like that? I'm or not early, sure. early like 2020? In the near future, I feel, and like it's going to be like one of those shows that, like, kind of it's going to be exclusive to Disney streaming service. And the whole idea behind that is saying, like, now people have to buy the streaming service if they want to watch, um, you know, The Mandalorian. And uh, yes, James and I will be completely watching this by legal means on streaming service. Disney <clears throat> streaming service, absolutely. Uh, yep. Um, yeah. that's what we'll be doing. That's how yeah. everyone else should be doing. We Just are. Hey, hey, Microsoft and uh, Bill Gates, don't worry, we buy your stuff now. <laughs> like, not like before. <laughs> remember? Okay, uh, funny, funny, interesting. Um, remember how I told you my, my hard drive had like an auto... Remember that when I had... Oh, gosh, let me get in trouble. I used to have like a bunch of movies and, you know, to each their own. I, had, I used to have a bunch of movies on my hard drive and I got them How in. did you get those movies? In very illegal means. E being electronic. <laughs> e being E as in the letter E. Illegal means, alright? Electronic legal means. Anyway. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I told you if ever... If ever the... The, the CSIS or DFBI comes knocking at our dorm, I want you to go to the nearest river and throw out the hard drive. <laughs> You know, I think this. I think you said this to be like within the first four months. Sorry, yeah. first like four weeks. Four weeks, yeah. I'm like, that's what's like. What the hell's on his hard drive? Yeah. Is this guy like this guy have like illegal stuff on his hard drive? Illegal, I'm, I'm, illegal, I'm, I'm, illegal. E as in E as in the letter. <laughs> I just imagine like the FBI barging into your room and you're just like explaining that to the <laughs> illegal. No, they no no no. They're, they're knocking on my door, they come in, and they're, like, looking at me. You're under arrest, uh, CJ. I'm, I'm just staring at them, like, on my chair. And, like, five seconds later, ILLEGAL! <laughs> ILLEGAL MEANS! E is the letter! <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. We hate when that happens. Well, sorry. Well, okay, don't worry. Bye. They just they, <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Your, your mom walks in thinking, like, what was that about? I'm like... Don't worry about mom. Yeah. It's just illegal stuff. No, illegal. <laughs> I feel. I feel like. Do you watch SpongeBob? Oh yeah. Uh, I, feel, I, I feel like. <laughs> just making sure. I feel like. Um. What's his name? Oh gosh. Um. Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh um. Aquaman and Barnacle Boy. Is it Aquaman? Yeah. It's not Aquaman. It's not Aquaman. No, it's Mermaid Man. Mermaid Man, there it is. It's not Aquaman. This isn't. This isn't the DCEU. The sad thing is, though, Mer- Mermaid Man is probably a more in deep character than Aquaman. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but it, <laughs> I feel. I feel like. I feel like. Um, I feel like Mermaid Man. When I say illegal thing, like illegal, I got <laughs> illegal. Evil. <laughs> we have evil CJ today, guys. Uh, <laughs> Evil CJ, Halloween's a coming. Halloween's a yeah. Coming. Halloween is coming, and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Oh, not excited. Um, I'm just gonna set up my Bluetooth speaker in front of my door, and when somebody rings the doorbell, I'm gonna put up a screamer. That's it. Usually my, that's usually my, that's usually my setup for every Halloween. And if they survive, yeah. I I give them candy. So that's actually pretty. That's nice. That's actually fun. You you can't record them. It's like against their 
No, I can't. Uh, unless, unless they're older than the eighteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I will. I will. Tell me, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it, just like a little outside. I went to Halloween Haunt. Um, two weeks ago. Okay. Um, have you ever went to Halloween Haunt? No, I have. I been to Halloween. Okay, physics class. We had. I had a physics. Oh, no, grade grade twelve physics. Um, I had grade yeah. twelve physics, and we did it in October. I think. Yeah. Where we did like the physics experiments on on escal- escalators on uh, roller coasters. Escalators. escalators. <laughs> yep, escalators. Yeah, we just went to, we just went to on the ride to get on the escalators. <laughs> I know when like Halloween month, you need to get like the special weekend tickets or something like that. That's what we needed to do. Yeah. So you went to Halloween month then, basically with the class. I. Yeah, my professor or my professor, my teacher did something. So we paid like seventy bucks. Not bad. Not we bad. we did on the Friday. Okay. I remember that. Okay, okay. So yeah, probably could be Halloween haunted. Yeah. yeah. So I okay. So it's been a while. I went recently, and um, I I don't get scared too much. Like haunted houses are kind of like they look a little laughing matter to me. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Like I don't like actively seek to go out the on them. I don't get scared by them usually. Um, but Halloween haunt was actually kind of um, I thought it'd be like better in terms of scares, but it was very. It was very tacky. I felt like, like there, like there were two good haunted houses in the park. There were ten in total, and the rest were just like very like, oh gosh, oh my gosh, this is kind of embarrassing. It was more fun seeing my cousins who were with me becomes like be really scared. Like I actually had more fun scaring my cousins because basically they'd be walking and I would just like jump up behind them and like grab them and be like, yeah. oh my god, and it was just like it'd be, it was hilarious. But um. That's just me being a bad person. I'm bad Charmone no, also today. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I feel like scaring is scaring people is is, is a fun thing. Scaring you know? is scaring. Scare scaring, scaring is ca- exactly scare. That's your that's your quote. Scaring is caring. <laughs> um, but yeah, I no. Think that's, I think that's from Monsters Inc. I'm so sorry, Pixar. Please don't sue. <laughs> Please don't sue. No, Please no, don't. no. Bill Gates, Disney, don't sue us. <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> Uh, uh, our next uh, topic, and I didn't put this in our intro. I hope you guys enjoyed the intro. Um, it took me a while to find some music oh, for gosh, that. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's, I, I, I yeah. Just a general disclaimer: anything creative and like really interesting with the show's format, um, that music, for example, that's all CJ basically. Oh great. Um, so yeah, it's it's all CJ. So if all goes well, just, if all goes bad, it's me. If all goes good, it's it's, it's <laughs> oh, us. No. <laughs> uh, whatever. No, he he does he does it all to accommodate the real star of the show. Um, Yep, exactly. Uh, of course. Of course. Oh, <laughs> we have humble Rahul today. Humble Rahul today. Humble Sharma. Uh, for our next topic, let's go on to the next topic. I, I'm I'm so excited for this because I've been on this all week, only because not to say I'm a I'm a I'm a super fan, but at the same time, I it's just just it's been coming up on my on my feed a lot. So Avengers Four, as we all know, is coming out yeah. next year. I think right after Captain Marvel or before? Yeah, right after, right? After, yeah, after. Yeah. So and then right after right after Avengers Four is Far From Home. Far from Home? The, the Spider Man one, right? Yeah. 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 So there's been a couple of leaks. Spoiler alert maybe, I'm not sure. A lot of yeah, this is spoiler Yeah. Yeah, a lot of this a lot of this is very a lot of this is very much um we don't know yet, so it should be an interesting time. Uh, do you have any 
idea of what's happening here, Rahul? Uh, no, actually, I want you to give me the full description on this. I want to hear. Um, I want to hear this from you. Okay. No. No. Yeah. For sure. Um. So, let me just open up the link here. So there's been a couple of leaks. There's there was even a new leak t- today, which I was so excited about. I gotta put up the, pull up the link on my end. But there's been a couple of leaks for a trailer description for the new okay. Avengers movie, uh, Avengers Four, uh-huh. and um. <clears throat> What's interesting is that, uh, no, uh, no, it's tough. So, as we all know, the filming is done. I think they are all wrapped. The Russo brothers uh, it, tweeted, finished. "Yeah, it's finished. It's good." So, there, there's this leak that came out, and when I read it, and I, I was ima- like, you know how when you read really, really, it's not even that vivid, but when when I when you're reading through vivid stuff, you just imagine it, and you're thinking. Either oh this is gonna be this is definitely it or uh, this doesn't sound very um um this doesn't sound accurate at all so yeah. before yeah. I get into it let me let me read it okay so this is the the, cool. the one that came out a couple of weeks ago, I think last week uh mm-hmm. so guy leaks the trailer description it's not the trailer it's a trailer description okay let me let me let me get my let me get my my voice in all right the trailer starts off. <laughs> the trailer, the trailer starts off showing the damaged Infinity Gaunt- Infinity Gauntlet in the field on the farm planet. As the camera focuses in on the gauntlet, we hear Tony's voice. We were destined to lose. Epic music score starts. The Quinjet is shown landing in the Wakandan wasteland. As we hear Steve Rogers say, "We have come so far." Tony and Nebula step off as the jet remaining as. Step off the jet as the remaining Avengers approach. Steve has a look of relief and says, Tony. Tony, seemingly defeated, shakes his head and gives a friendly smirk back to Cap, to Captain. Captain Marvel. Oh, sorry. Bad, bad spacing. Friendly smirk back to Cap. Marvel Studio logos appear as we get a glimpse of the Battle of New York from 2012. Loki is shown looking shocked and baffled that he as he is shown as he is on top of the Stark Tower. There's a flash of a blue light at the cam as the camera pans back. Cuts to black. Next we see the Wakandan throne with Mbaku at the helm. He's surrounded by his Kingsguard, a mix of the Hill tribe and Dora Milaje. Shuri and Banner are seen working on a new project in the lab. Black Widow in full gear is in Hawkeye's family home from the Age of Ultron. Basically, everything is is thrown all over the place and broken. Nat is studying some type of map with multiple photos, locations, and locations on it. Quick shot of Thanos is shown with a long sword walking down an alleyway in New York City. The next shot is a dark hooded figure with glowing eyes aiming a bow and arrow before shooting towards the camera. Ronin, I think. One, one to two visuals of the quantum realm. Scott Lang, no suit, is shown running through a park dodging explosions. Shot of space. Thor and Valkyrie are aboard on the Kree ship. Thor says, if the stories are true, you're our universe's last hope. If such a thing even exists anymore. The next shot is an older, determined Tony Stark walking through the New Shield's uh, headquarters, uh, Avengers facility in upstate New York. He's in full Shield attire and carrying an orange briefcase. Banner wearing spandex is seen running from something, looking terrified. The next shot is Ant-Man appearing out of a flash of light and landing in a desolate place. We see it from his point of view, from inside his helmet. He looks left and right to his left again and says, "What in the?" 
Camera focuses on Vormir and start and its stars. Next, a shot of Rocket and Nebula modifying some new weapons in the lab. Rocket says, "When when can we try this bad boy out?" They both smile at each other, invisible. We get our first gri- glimpse of Iron Man in his red and gold nanotech armor. Hulk falls from the sky and lands in front of him. Thanos, in full armor, smiles. Hulk smiles back. That's where I kind of cried a little bit. The next, <laughs> the next shot is in Japan. War Machine, Nat, Dave, uh, Nat and Steve in their full Avengers gear are surrounded by the Yakuza. Hawkeye, Ronin, walks through <laughs> walks through everybody from behind them and then approaches the Avengers. There's an intense exchange of looks between Clint and Natasha. Next shot is the Sanctum. Wong is communicating with Doctor Strange's soul via portal. Cuts to black. Gray-haired Tony Stark and Ant-Man are in a post-apocalyptic apocalyptic NYC. The screen flashes back and forth multiple times through multiple scenes. We see Captain Marvel floating with her fists on fire and her eyes lit up. Thanos in the Soul Stone with young Gamora screaming at him, Loki and Thor fighting Chitauri together and Tony handing Steve a brand new shield in the Wakandan throne room. Cuts back to Tony and and Scott. Tony opens an orange briefcase as Scott hands him an illuminated bracelet. Tony asks how? Is this even possible? Iron Man and and Ant-Man are shown traveling through the quantum realm. Tony and Scott are back in the Battle of New York in 2012. The final shot before the title reveal is an infinity stone disappearing from Thanos' damaged gauntlet. He abruptly gets up and puts his put on his armor. His face goes from extremely infuriated to menacing smile. Title reveal. Title reveal. Avengers Annihilation. Stinger. <laughs> the Hulk is training at a new shield facility with Black Widow and Steve. Steve notices that Hulk has been training nonstop as of late, so he asks why. Hulk responds in manner's normal voice with, My rematch is coming real soon. I can feel it. <sighs> wow. Um, Thank you for that. No. Thank you for that. Um, it was... It's it's a tough... Uh, it's a tough read. Not to say it's a tough read. It's just... I feel like it might... When I first read it, I was super excited. For sure. When I first read it, I was super yeah. excited. And then... I was like... Halfway... Especially the end. The stinger. The quote-unquote stinger. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see it happening. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, that, that part kind of like made it. Because I was thinking to... I'm like, this sounds like... Yeah. Like a really dedicated fan that likes like the Avengers a lot that stinger kind of said it to me like they're not going to put that yeah they're no. not going to put that in the trailer they're not yeah. no that whole thing okay it seems neat I'm sure like it's going to be right somewhat because like obviously some things have leaked and you know just those general themes of like yeah. what's going on yeah it sounds like it's a fun fan trailer and I like when people do fan trailers like you know what you're having a fun time with this thing you love why not I could. I think it's completely like. Did the guy give credentials? Did he say like, "Oh, I'm a top level Disney employee. I'm just leaking what I saw." This well, like, is that what he's saying? Or like, no, is it, no, is no, it no. Just post on Reddit. No, no. Uh, it was somebody. I can go on with the, the leaks on this, but um, it's it's not as. It's not as um, what's the term? I can't rely on it as 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 well Incredible? as you would think. Incredible, exactly. Incredible. Incredible okay. Yeah. Uh, so let me read the one that came out today. And I think this okay. was more credible because the guy that actually posted this, um, he's very legitimate because he posted different leaks from Spider-Man to from Spider-Man being in the Civil War trailer to Red Skull being in Infinity War, which both came 
which both are true. So this one's this one might actually be a spoiler alert. Final it's more legit. Yeah. Final trailer is about two ish. This one's shorter too. Final trailer is about two ish minutes, but it starts with a tenth year long logo. Makes sense. Which zooms into the screen in logo fashion, but it flashes all colors of the stone as it does. Thanos' voice. Thanos' voice. My destiny is not yet fulfilled. A shot of bat of a battered Tony looks as though he's still on Titan, confused. Greater threats arise to undo the balance that lost everything to achieve, and I will not be undone. Shot of banner and cap with vision on a table fades in and out. Shot of Quill's ship lifting off fades. Tony, Fury was right. He's talking to someone out of view in some type of a normal house. This might be Aunt May. He's glossy-eyed and the dialogue is spoken over the prior screen. Not actually what he's saying. He was right since day one. Black screen. Tony, seen of him in some sort of garage-looking place. In front of three different suits. They seem pretty normal. None are the the one that was leaked. He has the housing unit in his hands. I'll do whatever it takes so so that it never happens again. Black screen. Tony in shield gear. He's walking towards a camera with soldiers behind him. Shot of Ant-Man standing in the quantum realm. Cuts to him surrounded by three tardigrades. He's running then stops at a green portal type thing. Phases to a shot of Scott in street clothes. Gray shirt, jeans, and a jean jacket. Similar to what they said in this in the previous league. I think yeah. I might have a way to help. Not sure who he's speaking to or if this is even real dialogue. Doesn't look like it matches. Shot of an empty throne in Wakanda. Again, similar to the the leaks before. Uh, Various shots of Shuri, Mbaku, and Okoye. Black screen, this was not our fight. Shuri or or Okoye couldn't tell. Screen still black. Shot of Cap standing arms crossed with Rhodey, Rocket, and Thor. In a room that looks like it's still Wakanda. Cap says, we need to make this right. Banner. Cap, we don't even know where to start. Thanos is gone. He won. Thor said, "Well, well then, we had better get to work. Shot panning down slowly of the pager Fury had in someone's hands. I'm almost 100% it's in Tony's hands. So the same pager that Fury dropped in the end of Avengers uh, Infinity War trailer. Or Everybody's watching it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> a shot of Rhodey scooting up Rhodey, which is War Machine, I believe. Yeah. Yes. From knees up to a crotch area. It's not nanotech, but it looks more ex- more or less exactly how Star-Lord mask, his, his mask would materialize. And Thor says, are you ready for this? Rocket. Well, if I'm not, pause. Black fades into Rocket. Music silences. What more could I lose? Bifrost shot with Thor. for Machine and Rocket. Various shots. Gauntlet. Still damage. Being reached for. Shot of Nebula. Looking like the same place Tony was earlier. And a shot of Banner. Black screen. Thor. We need an army to stand against Thanos. Shot of Thanos putting on armor. Yours is the only one formidable enough to give us a chance. Shot of Thanos wielding a big double edge sword so i ask of you very shots of black widow brief shot of tony's suit caps new chest piece chain mail and banner putting on a purple skin tight suit and a button up over in front of his mirror so the same picture leaks that came out a few weeks ago uh i don't know yeah. if you saw those i'm gonna like look them up quickly you just keep going okay fades to thor will you help us more very shots of including broken gauntlet music is getting louder as crescendos to a shot of Captain Marvel's chest panning up to her face. The scene behind her almost looks like Xandar because it can't be Earth. Captain Marvel, let's go. Shot of her flying towards something angrily. She cocks back a punch. Eyes glowing. Flames surround her. She punches then. Title card, Avengers Steam Place. <laughs> However, it doesn't actually have anything. It's just a blank screen music. So there's no title yet. 
Rhodey. Yeah. I've seen, and then the the stinger is Rhodey. I've seen a lot of crazy things about a raccoon, a talking raccoon. Rocket looks up from his chair. Definitely tops them all. Rocket going from Rhodey back to the computer screen sarcastically. Boy, if I had a unit. Every time I heard that one, cuts to a shot of Thor smiling with an off hue. Ha ha ha. Trailer ends. This one is so much more better. Or more better. This one's so much better. I feel like this was more it's accurate. It's a lot more credible. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not to say yeah, not not to say that the one previous is a lot less credible. It's just mm-hmm. coming from this guy who clearly leaked Spider Man in, in Infinity War. Or sorry, Spider Man in in when was it Civil War and then uh, Red Skull in Infinity War says a lot, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, there there's some credibility to it, and it just sounds a bit more realistic to me, to be honest. Oh yeah. Um. The whole idea of like a time travel thing, like I think that's pretty much confirmed in this. Yep. It's like, what else are you gonna do? Uh, same thing with the Hulk outfit. I see it right there. I guess yeah, that's neat. He's got like his own armor now. Now the Hulk's like, I I didn't know. I'm not a comic book reader, so I'm sure this is a thing in the comic books. But like, yeah, it's kind of neat to see him with armor too. I I yeah, like I said, like I I'll look forward to a movie. It's probably gonna be an enjoyable time. I'm interested to see. I'm more casual. I'm not as like hyped as you for sure. Um, <sighs> but I I you know I'm very interested to see like uh you know how they resolve this because like you know what you we kind of are watching history like the this is like for like you know ten fifteen years two thousand eight like this is kind of like what people would like look back like I always think about this way like um. You know how you look back at like, uh, you know, like the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. That was like kind of like where Western movies dominated, right? And oh yeah. Got into more crime stuff, then 80s stuff, different style, and then people in the future are gonna look at this period and just say like, this is like kind of like the superhero phase where like everyone like like these superhero movies was like this yeah. big thing, right? And this is kind of like this is what history we're basically seeing. Like this is how history sort of like defined sort of. Just saying, like all these like superhero movies, things like that. That's mm. what era we are in right now, and um, it's really interesting to see in like a movie standpoint. Uh, I'm sure the movies are going to be great because, like, you know, they know what they're doing. They have a full reign on this whole Marvel universe, and they've done a great job with it. So, I'm excited to see the. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Um, what were your comments on it? Uh, even more. I don't know if you can tell I'm excited. I'm see. I'm not a Marvel. You're very oh yeah, I'm very excited. See, I grew up on Spider-Man. That's it. There's a reason why yeah. I'm a web developer. Ha 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 ha. No, but we have funny <laughs> No, but kidding aside, like um I grew up on Spider-Man. I remember my cousin giving me a couple of com- I didn't follow the comics, but my cousin and a couple of my friends would give me old copies of their comics to read and I would I would just follow along. I wouldn't get the story, but I enjoyed Spider-Man being Spider-Man. And um yeah. That's and then the Marvel movies come out with Iron Man and the whole spiel and I'm like, "Wow, this is insane. This is crazy." And when I saw the um Rainey's Spider-Man, I thought maybe it could fit in, but it doesn't. So I I'm te- totally okay with that. They come out with Garfield and I'm like, "Okay, this could be it." But then they trash that. So they give me Tom Holland and I'm okay. Tom Holland seems to make sense. Um, mm-hmm. and it's in its entirety. I haven't watched in all of the Marvel movies. I haven't watched Thor Ragnarok. I haven't watched, um, Ant-Man recently. There's a couple more movies that I'm probably missing out on, which is, I think it's fine, but to each their own, I feel like this is going to be, 
I for for one, I don't know how they're gonna end this because this is a big series in in, in its whole. Yeah. It's a big series. After after the Avengers set, you have a couple more movies, and then what are they gonna do after? Are they just gonna decide? Okay, no more, no more, um, no more uh recording of of of, of or not recording. No more, no more movies to make. I mean, there's still a bunch of stories left to to tell, right? Right. Um, no, oh, we're just gonna choose not to make more money. Uh, no. No. I I mean, <laughs> you They're gotta gonna ride this out until it becomes like not profitable. That's the whole idea. You like, think so? I, I definitely believe. It. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Well, I'm I a hope... cynic. <laughs> well, then I guess I was hoping they would go like a Star Wars route. They would take a break for a few years and then. As long as it's like here's the thing, all Marvel movies have been pumping out the cash. Yeah, that's you only true. need to reevaluate when there's a problem. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. That's, that's a good point. point. No, that's that's totally a good point. Um, I guess it's just a matter of. Um, my comments are as as they as you can hear in my reaction. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm looking cool. forward to cool. Captain. I have a. Be even before Brie Larson was part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I had a big crush on her. Uh, Brie Larson? <laughs> oh yeah, I used to have a. Oh. I I watched her movie The Room, and that's where I started following a her. Room? The Room, The Room. You mean Room? No, room, no, room. The Room is the horrible Tommy Wise. Oh my movie. bad, my bad, my room, bad. Room, room is the Brie Larson. My fault. Movies. My fault. My fault. The, well, Room, <laughs> where she had they were locked in. Yeah, Room. My fault. Yeah. They were locked in a room, and then she had to um, raise a child in in that room, and that's where I saw her her acting spunk and skill, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is this okay. is something else." Uh, she won an Academy Award for Best Actress. She did. Yeah. Very so. good job. I watched the movie. You did an excellent job. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you just commented that you started to like her and have that mini crush on her because of her acting chops. Because there's a very dark um, parts of that movie about like why is she in the room at first? Like where is yeah. she, where is CJ going with this? No, no, no. Please no. don't let this be creepy. Please don't. No, let, no. Don't, don't I'm not creepy. <laughs> my goodness. No, I I actually when I hey when I watch movies you know it's this a good movie. You, yeah no but you know this you know this of me I when yeah. I watch movies. Like I, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm on either spec, I'm on either side of the spectrum. Either I'm gonna watch something super like stupid, like not stupid, but super like fanboyish, cultish, uh, like yeah. Fast and Furious. That's a stupid movie, but it's a movie that I will never stop supporting. You enjoy it. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Versus, and then I'm on the other spectrum where it's like, oh, I'll watch the Godfather series, or I've watched yeah. oh, like this. I'm, I, I don't have an in between. Like I, I, I wouldn't want. Oh. I'd be lying if I said that I did. I've never watched Sharknado, but you know <laughs> that's on the other side. But there's, it's hard for me to watch an in between movie. It's hard for me to yeah. enjoy like the mid mid rate, like you know. So, but yeah, I amazing Brie Larson, big crush on her. <laughs> Still kind of do, but at the same, but at the same time, I'm like you know, it's I'm just excited for her, and I, I yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm excited for Captain Marvel. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> We have romantic CJ today. Okay, hold wow. on, hold on. Well, 
So okay, in that case, I think we're gonna move to our next uh So we this next section, we kind of want to make this a weekly, bi-weekly thing. Like every mm-hmm. show, we're mm-hmm. gonna have this, right? Yeah. And uh, th- it's really interesting. I'll give background. So before when we had this, we wanted to make a show called Three Point Play, and it'd be kind of very similar to this one. Um, we you know just us talking with maybe someone else, stuff like that. But uh, we decided to put this because the next section is called Three Point Play. Um, I'm going to let CJ explain it. I just want to give you some, like, the origin background story to it a bit, too. So this one, it kind of has been in the works for a while right now. So, yeah. CJ, explain what three-point play is. So, well, in a three-point play is when you get fouled, and you, t- <laughs> and you get fouled taking a two-point shot, and you get the ball in. It's an N1, three-point play. Kidding aside, that's kind of the idea. So we take three, yeah. three big talking points this week in the NBA, and each point we end with a question... Uh, uh, so not just three talking points. At the end of each talking point, there's a there's a statement, and either we agree or disagree. And instead of saying I agree or I disagree, you say is it an end one? Do you agree or did you know? It's a miss. It's a it's a it's it's not an end one, and you disagree. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me start off the. Um, we'll both give our opinions on it. So the first one. LeBron and the Lakers lost. Here's the first three-point play. The LeBron and the Lakers lost their first game against the Portland Trailblazers, and then LeBron comments, "It'll take time for the team to build chemistry." Is that a three-point play? Is that an end one? That's an end one. Yeah. That is definitely an end one. Yeah. This is this is a young team. This is a very young team. They still gotta work out. There are some different maturity issues. We'll get to that later because we're gonna finish the show <laughs> off with this Lakers Houston debacle. But for sure, give it time. Miami started slow. The new Cleveland team when LeBron came back started slow. It's all about making those connections, getting mm-hmm. those passes in, um, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll see. And you know what? They're on the O2 slide. This is just temporary. This is definitely just temporary. Fair enough. I I definitely agree. This is. Uh, this is gonna take some time, and especially with what happened recently, and well, like I said, we'll get to that later. But it's gonna be an interesting season for the Lakers. I know they're not gonna be top seed; they're gonna be hanging around fourth, maybe fifth seed, hell, maybe even sixth seed. But LeBron needs to realize, and I think he already realized that, given he's already moved to uh the to Miami Heat and then back to the Cavs. He knows that he needs to keep building chemistry and tr- uh, trust uh, his teammates, trust uh, head office, and most especially especially trust himself being the leader of this team. Right? It's going to take some time to build chemistry. It's going to take some time. And it's not just chemistry too. It's being the leader and leading by example and, and creating a, a winning um, environment for the team. I wouldn't be surprised... Okay. Um, I, if if I'm being completely honest, I wouldn't be surprised if um, they might even miss the playoffs this year, given what's happened, what's been happening, given their projection. But that's that's more of like a, a really like this really this is this is tangent. I think like if 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 the team stays healthy both mentally, emotionally, and physically, they should be fine. They should be hanging around in the sixth, maybe fifth seed. But who knows? What if they miss the playoffs this season? Will LeBron get upset? I don't know. That's but yeah, I definitely agree. Okay. It'll it'll take some time for the team to build chemistry. Next point. That's interesting. Okay. Next point. Kawhi went off twenty four thirteen while Demar went twenty eight four and four in their first games with their respective new teams. 
Although Kawhi had a great de- uh, great debut with a solid double-double performance, DeRozan went off in the dying minutes of the game and took over. Here's our point. DeRozan had a better-looking debut than Kawhi. And one? Um, no, that's a brick. That, that's, a brick? that's such a that's such a brick yeah. that the ref said, "Oh gosh, that was so terrible." I'm giving the other team a technical <laughs> um, te- technical spot on that one. Um, I I don't I I don't see anything in that. Like mm. you, I cannot say like a better looking debut than Kawhi. Kawhi was uh, more efficient. He looked a lot more confident on the team, in my opinion. Um, if you're looking at the difference, or 13 rebound performance, that's that's big. Um, DeRozan, sure, 28-4-4. But Kawhi, again, he needed to show that he was at MVP material still, and he showed that in that debut. Oh, yeah. DeRozan had a nice game. It was a great game. Um, but who who were they playing again that game? They were playing Minnesota, right? Yes, and, they were playing Minnesota, um, yeah. Yeah, and you could say this, too. Um the Raptors were playing a weaker Cavs team, sure, whatever. Minnesota had some doubts going into it, but um, Kawhi, he made that statement by having a really good, solid night overall, yeah. which I even thought was just on like a technical point better than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like overall he had way more impactful, much better looking debut to me, Kawhi, than over DeMar DeRozan, who kind of he kind of seemed a little awkward. He kind of, he kind of felt weird being in that San Antonio uniform. Mm. I really do feel that. Okay, I I think this one is a real like you know those toilet shots like just spins around the rim. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toilet shot, and it goes in. It's it's an end. I it goes in. Yeah, it goes in. So it took it it took okay. a while. It took I think it's 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 such a gray lot. It's such a uh, a gray area, especially mm-hmm. because, as you said, they played, you know, teams that didn't have much to say against them right you're looking at minnesota who still has a lot to 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 work with and then you're looking at uh the Cavs, who apparently are the eastern conference champions but couldn't hang with the raptors so uh, i'll give them i'll give credit where credit is due Kawhi went double double demar went well 28 4 and 4 it's a hit both of them let's just say both of them had really good debuts um Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think it's uh, DeMar. DeMar who did slightly better. Only because he really did... He he did take control over uh, the last minutes. And plus, if I'm comparing teams, we can also compare the Timberwolves and... The Sp- yeah. oh, sorry, Timberwolves and the Cavs. And I can... The Eastern Conference champions. Yeah. Um, I'd say the, Bo- the Wolves would still be a better team than the Cavs yeah. this year. So... I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll take this last one then. Sure. All right. The Rockets lost big to the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. This game shows the larger than normal cracks in the Rockets' defense, but it also showed that AD is ready for an MVP run and one. So if you go back to the past episodes, past two episodes, you have been an advocate for AD, and I've always been against you on that advocacy. I'm I'm joining the bandwagon today, my friend. <laughs> As an end one, I think yes. I wouldn't say okay. He's he's good for an MVP run. He he was a he was um a candidate last year. Yeah. Uh, but he still he still has to compete against LeBron this year, and I don't know who else. I wouldn't say Harden. Harden's a hard, a hard uh <laughs> pick this year, but 
yeah, AD is coming out. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see this uh, next generation of players. I'm excited because you, you said, you mentioned earlier, talent in the NBA has never been uh, at its peak as much as this generation or this era. Um, you can argue with Jordan's era and all those big, big players, but you've never, I've never seen um, an NBA league where there's a so much talent. Pro- oh yeah, there's a proper two or there's proper two or three star players in each team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it says a lot about how the Rockets have a lot more work than they than they than than they wanted to. I'm excited because. I feel like there's going to be a big the West is going to be very interesting this year. It's always been interesting every year, but specifically yeah. this year only because there's going to be a couple of dynamics that have changed uh recently. Other than the Warriors being still being the most dominant team not just in the West but in the NBA, but there's a lot of up and coming teams. Jazz are coming mm-hmm. up. Um Rockets are kind of there. The Spurs are trying to make a run with with DeRozan, so I'm excited to see what the West has to offer. Uh, and with with AD too coming into the fray, this is going to be an interesting team, interesting uh, dynamic for the Pelicans. I hope they make a couple of trades this before the deadline to to kind of um, rebuild coming out of that Demar or Demar, yeah, sorry, Demarcus Cousin. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins leaving, so it's going to be an interesting season for AD. I I wish him the best, and I hope he does uh, bring competition to LeBron when it comes to the MVP run. This is definitely an end one. Um, Yeah, okay. Um, I'll get back to the point. I want to kind of rebuttal it to you, but I can get that back to the next section we move on. But do you even have to ask? This is an and one. AD, uh, I'm really proud. He he upstaged everything. The defensive numbers are there. The scoring is there. The efficiency is. Um, but you know what? I didn't even see this before. That passing. His passing has improved so much. And you know what? This makes the team so much more deadly. They have offensive weapons around them now. Mm. Sure, no, DeMarcus Cousins. But there are real players that can ball out around AD. And that can also help AD with defense. And um, if AD keeps up his passing, when they double team him, AD's just going to pass the ball. Someone else will score. Who cares? AD will take the assist. He'll take that. And he's just going to improve his numbers. And he's going to look so much more MVP. This has been a great start by the Pelicans in general and Anthony Davis. And I'm excited. This is a definite and one. You know what? This is a four-point play. This is a four-point four play. Four-point, ladies and gentlemen. We're changing yeah. our segment to four-point play. No, <laughs> <laughs> so somebody took a three, and they got fouled, and then it went in. So yes, four-point yeah. play. Okay, thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's three-point play. Um, sometimes we're going to get some fun with that and maybe time ourselves so it just gets like really desperate and like really quick. But this oh, yeah. one, we kind of want to take it slow so everyone can kind of get the point in. Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. If you want to time hold stuff, on. hold on, hold on. Let's do um, let's do player. Our next segment. We're gonna do this every week. It's our player of the week. We have okay. twenty four seconds. A shot clock. <laughs> we have twenty four seconds Boy, to make our case. Hi, <laughs> an offensive. You want to do an offensive rebound? Okay, no, I know. No. no. Oh. 
oh gosh, no, this is a great idea. So if we ever rebuttal each other in these like time things, yeah, you only have fifteen seconds because it's 14, offensive 14, rebound. Fourteen, 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 sorry, fourteen, 14 seconds. and that's the offensive rebound. Yeah. Okay, that's deep. This one we'll just do twenty-four just to like get it moving. But uh, yeah. I like the idea. So okay, let's just go on. Okay, let's do it. Uh, you got twenty-four seconds. Uh, I got twenty-four seconds. I'll time myself. Don't okay. worry, I'll be fair. <laughs> twenty-four seconds. Who's my player of the week? Levert has to be Levert, dark horse player. He performed extremely well these couple of games, and a, definitely a player to watch uh, with um with uh wow with Brooklyn. So <laughs> uh, I just hope that he's not another Lin Sanity player. I just feel that there's so much more in him other than just being a one and one and one shot player. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to start right now then. Um, okay, I understand. I respect that. You want a dark horse player, but this is player of the week. Right. I don't care if some Chris LeBur got 29 points. I don't care. The clear, clear player that's the player of the week, Anthony Davis. I know Kemba wow. Walker had some killer performances, but in pure dominance, pure I'm the MVP this season, Anthony Davis by far. It's Anthony Davis. He has solidified the idea that the Pelicans could be a top three team this year. And you know what? With this team, with uh, Miritich, who fits perfectly on that team with his ability to stretch the floor and his hustle and defense, Mm -hmm, he's mm going to make a difference. And that's just my general idea. Anthony Davis, this New Orleans Pelicans team, they're going to be someone to watch out for. They are the player and my team for the week by far. By far. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? No, 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 no. Hey, you, you're, you're good. I think I, I agree with you. I agree with, um, <clears throat> I told you I'm on the bandwagon when it comes to AD now. Uh, so I'm excited to see where, where this team's going to go. So I agree with what you said with Walker playing really well and, and Jokic too. Um, Jokic. Oh gosh. Yeah. So I There's guess another interesting fact. Go Sorry. Ahead. Oh, no. Who was the other player to get a triple double while being perfect from the field goal? Uh, oh, other than Jokic? Other than Jokic. Only uh, one other player did this. Triple double, perfect percentage from the field. I know this. Did you send some? No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Did you? Did I read Don't it? Look. No cheating. No okay, cheating. no cheating. Hmm. Who went perfect and went how many points? I don't know points, but he basically went perfect from the field. Okay. Um, and triple double. Triple double. The only player that I can think of, and this is me, this is me, like thinking, like this is the only player in the NBA who can pull that off, and not just because he's an amazing player, but because of the era. <laughs> Chamberlain is it Chamberlain? So right, you are completely, utterly right. I am very yeah. impressed by how you watch okay. that. No, no, yeah. because like, that's like, the thing. It's the era. It's the era. It's, it's, the era. it's, it's true. Yeah. There wasn't that much talent in that year, and plus, man scored a hundred. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Games to watch this week. Who do you got? Um. So the game I got to watch. Um. I no no no. The games. The games to watch for this upcoming week. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, the games to watch. I say tomorrow. Okay. Um, San Antonio versus the Lakers. That's the one I'm most excited about. Oh, I'm going to stick with that yeah. one only. I know it doesn't make sense because when we upload it, that game's going to be done. But hey, guys, catch that re- uh, replay. It could be a great game or not. I don't know. I'm sorry if it's not. 
No, no, no. Or you're you good. Got... We're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna try to upload this by tonight. Hopefully, we'll see if if I finish okay. my assignment. But, um, I got. <laughs> Where are they playing? Oh, yeah, there you go. The Timberwolves and the. Oh, sorry, not the Timberwolves. Sorry, the the Jazz and the Rockets. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited, especially because they don't have Chris Paul this this game with the suspension. All suspension. Yeah. yeah we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Uh, so. I'm I'm excited for that one. Another game to watch. Uh, I saw it earlier. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Lakers and Nuggets. Only because Jokic. Uh, <laughs> Just to, you yes. want, I want to see more Jokic. Oh yeah. I love my European. Oh yeah. Players. They are the future of the NBA. Yeah. I'm gonna say this too. Um, the Olympics. It's gonna be a lot harder for the USA to dominate very soon. I know it. I know it. If they're pumping out talent like this, I'm sorry, Team USA. It's gonna be a tough run now. Oh yeah. It's gonna okay. be an interesting. Uh, wait. Oh, right, because the Olympics are next year. Is it next year? Uh, no, last one's happened in... Where were the Summer Olympics? Uh, winter was in South Korea. Summer was in... No, FIFA World Cup was Russia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Where were the last Summer Olympics? Brazil, Brazil. Brazil, yeah, it was Brazil. Brazil, okay. Um, okay, so this next section... Our last section for today. Um, so just uh, so uh, James CJ says my name correctly. He says Rahul, but a lot of people say my name Rahul, right? So like that, it's kind of he's, there. because he's um he's European. No, he's You're not European. European. He's Spanish. I'm a European. I'm a, yes. C C. Um. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Say is yours, buddy. Uh, no, no comment. No comment. So um. Okay. So, we, cause considering what happened with this Lakers-Rockets fight, we had the idea, James had the idea of basically calling a little section Rahul's Fools, because it rhymes, right? And this is going to be this gonna be different from Shackton, because Shackton the Fool is basically, you know, watching players do some stupid stuff. This one is just me, kind of us, basically ranting about just dumb things you see. And this Lakers... This Lakers um, Rockets fight was just completely dumb, and I'm just gonna go right into it. Do it. Okay, I'm gonna go right into it. Um, so yeah, Chris Paul, Rondo, I understand. Um, Rondo spinning Chris Paul's face—that's weird. Chris Paul took a punch on him. You know, that's a respect thing. Fine, I don't like it. I hate when people fight in the NBA like this. It's immature. But the biggest thing I was really disappointed of. This disappointed me so much. And he is my Rahul's fool for the week. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Sucker punches Chris Paul out of the crowd and just starts like this whole thing going. It just heats it up completely. And I am so disappointed by that. First off, maturity. Four game suspension. Consider yourself lucky. He got the most out of it and he deserves it. Even though he didn't instigate a fight, he just took it to a place that is just dumb. He's a young guy. He needs to be rep- he needs to be a role model for these kids because this is such an opportunity to be in the NBA like this. And if you're just taking dumb sucker punches like that, this is not like the streets. This is not high school. This is not some sort of dumb fight. This is the professional league. And that was just a dumb thing to do, Brandon Ingram. And you have now LeBron James with you. How's that going to make you look with LeBron James? What is he going to think of you right now? You, I was very disappointed. I feel like this could be your season. I feel like it could be a huge Lakers star. 
Brandon Ingram, you have to work on that maturity because it was just a real boneheaded move, in my opinion. And here's the thing, too, and this is such this is a thing to worry about, but this could happen when you do like random punches like that. What happens if you injure the other player? Then he's out. But he even worse for yourself. What happens if you break your hand or you break some bones in your wrist or something like that while you're sending that punch out and you're out for two months? How much would that affect your career? Don't do it. It's a luxury in this league to not have an injury. It's an absolute luxury. And you don't take any chances, dumb things like that, sending out that punch in order to maybe even get yourself an injury like that. You don't take that risk. I'm going to channel my inner uh, Charles Barkley here. Young fella, you made a mistake. And you got to own up to that mistake. Learn from it and don't let this happen again. Yeah, I... That... You read my mind, my friend. That's Rahul's Fools for you. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for where this show is going to go. Um, so yeah. just to end off the, the episode, we are planning to do a little bit more. We're going to take a couple of weeks in, two weeks out. Um, I believe after, your fir- after the first week of November, we're planning to do weekly recordings. Weekly. Weekly. Yes, so, weekly. As as the as the NBA season goes on a, uh, as the NBA season goes and we'll we'll move forward from here. We're gonna try to do weekly episodes, and I hope you guys subscribe, uh, comment um on the comment section, whatever you're listening uh on, whether it be Apple Podcast, um Google uh Google Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're on. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for for supporting us. Thank you for. Uh, listening to our podcast um i hope you guys will look forward to a couple more segments like this a little bit more fun and structured and at the same time you know something that we we enjoy talking about um basketball and and the nerds alike so thank you so much for listening uh this is this was cj uh this is uh, post Ramon. <laughs> and this was this was nerds and basketball have a good night Thank you.